All right. The Dominion of Uniquilibrium. It's a little frustrating attempting to run a nation sometimes. Let's check into it. Inoffensive centrist democracy. National motto, exercising your mind in the Lazarus region with only newcomer influence. However, they have very good civil rights, a strong economy, with below average political freedoms. Let's take a look. The Dominion of Uniquilibrium is a massive cultured nation ruled by Mordecai with an even hand and renowned for its keen interest in outer space, smutty television, and soft soft spoken computers. The compassionate population of 2.876 billion Q-libses have enjoyed some civil rights, or have some civil rights, but not too many, enjoy the freedom to spend their money however they like, to a point, and take part in free and open elections, although not too often. The relatively small government juggles the competing demands of education, defense, and law and order. It meets to discuss matters of state in the capital city of Mordecai. The average income tax rate is 15.6%, but much higher for the wealthy. The strong, equilibrium economy, worth $193 trillion numerologies a year, is driven by a combination of government and state-owned industry with private enterprise illegal. Wow. How would private enterprise be illegal? Uh, that's interesting. Private enterprise is legal. Okay, let's look, look at that some more. Hmm. The, indus- the industrial sector, which is fairly diversified, is led by the trout farming industry with major contributions from tourism, information technology, and book publishing. Average income is 67,254 numerologies and distributed extremely evenly with little difference between the richest and poorest citizens. The great, uliqu- uh, the great uniquilibrium in melting pot boils out ethnic heritage, edutainment, Oh, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. The great uniquilibrium in melting pot boils out ethnic heritage and edutainment video games are taking uniquilibrium in uniquilibriums students to the next level. Cosmopolitan citizens ask what their countries can do for them and citizens try to pass off bottle caps they found in their backyards as historical artifacts. Crime, especially youth related, is totally unknown. Uniquilibrium's national animal is the capagera, which frolics freely in the nation's many lush, fo- lush forests, and, uh, and its national religion is mathematics. Uniqu- Uniquilibrium is ranked 198,902nd in the world, 4,549th in Lazarus for most of... Po- <laughs> For most pol- politically apathetic citizens, with forty-seven point eight whatever. All right, there's national happenings, 
I have 10 new telegrams. Uh, but I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with the issues. I have five issues. Let's see. Anybody? All right, yeah, I'm all alone. All right, let's see if I um. All right, what am I doing? Okay, with the economy here. So I'm gonna go to the go to the issues. Right, five issues, and start with the one at the top. Living on a prayer. A church in Mordecai has been acting as a sanctuary for illegal immigrants in danger of being deported. This is because, in accordance with long-standing tradition, members of law enforcement avoid entering places of worship and arresting people while services are ongoing. The church is now on the 20th day of a marathon service, an attempt to keep a family from facing immediate deportation. Okay. All right, so what we've got here, a marathon service at a church, an attempt to keep a family from facing immediate deportation. All right, so with that, I'm going to, let's take a look at some of the choices here. So here's the debate. Number one, this is nothing more than a blatant attempt to keep the laws of unequilibrium from being enforced, sermonizes the director of Uniquilibrium in... Wait, let me just... How, let me pronounce this. How am I not pronouncing... <laughs> Uniquilibrium... Uniquilibrium in... Wow, that is... Uniquilibrium in... Uniquilibrium in... Uniquilibrium in... Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. So... Uh, here, sorry, number one, the debate. So remember, okay, let, <laughs> there's a church. It's been acting as a sanctuary for illegal immigrants in danger of being deported because of, accordance with longstanding tradition, members of law enforcement avoid entering places of worship and arresting people while services are ongoing. So the church is now on the 20th day of a marathon service in an attempt to keep a family from facing immediate deportation. That's, a pre that's pretty cool, right? The police, there's a law that <laughs> doesn't let the police go while services are ongoing. So the church is doing its marathon service in an attempt to keep a family from facing immediate deportation. <laughs> All right, let's, let's see what, what what the debate is. Okay, so there is nothing more than a blatant, this is nothing more than a blatant attempt to keep the laws of uniquilibrium from being enforced. Sermonizes the director of uniquilibrium in border enforcement. The UBE. <laughs> He's a doob. D-U-B-E. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? Okay. All right. All right. He's a doob. All right. You can click. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um. Okay. Standing over a terrain model of the church and the surrounding area. We cannot allow these rats to take advantage of our system. This dumb tradition should be scrapped. Just give me the word and my people will storm the church and apprehend these illegals in a matter of minutes. We'll also arrest all those who sheltered the family. No one should get away with aiding and abetting criminals, no matter how godly they think they are. <clears throat> All right, so that was from the director of Uniquilibrium in uh, Border Enforcement. Okay, 
right so we're still doing this marathon to keep this this uh this family from facing immediate deportation number two god will judge you harshly if you let these officers storm a sacred place since he cares for the homeless the tempest tossed pontificates a clergy member from the church at the crux of the matter for the government to forcibly enter our church, interrupt our service, and arrest church members is a violation of our religious freedom. Instead of doing something so evil, this poor family should be granted asylum for all the hardships Uniquilibrium has put them through. Make it easier for people like them to become residents of Uniquilibrium. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see how humanitarian Mordecai is feeling. Number three, fire and brimstone preaches Ashley Harrod, your minister for state security. These churchgoers need to be taught a lesson. The clergy claim they are following the will of their God by protecting this family. But how can they truly know unless they're able to ask? <laughs> we can do them a favor and sure as hell send them to whatever higher power they believe in to get a definitive answer. Just imagine this. In a tragic accident, the church burns down, trapping everyone inside an unfortunate fiery grave. We can pin it on one of those extremist groups. Wow. Okay, so I have the, the option to accept one of those... One of those... Uh, one of those options, or dismiss this issue entirely. So I could stop a family from facing immediate deportation, or <clears throat> by uh, yeah, I mean, so we got. So first of all, here the sum, summarizing the director of of Uniquilibriumian Border Enforcement uh, says we can't allow the people in the church to take advantage of the system. They they think they're too godly. Uh, they're 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 gonna you know they're they're trying to get over you know or get around the laws. The second is one of the church. Uh, a clergy member from the church that says that, you know, it should be easier for people like the asylum, those people, the family to have asylum in equilibrium to become residents. And he says the violation of our religious freedom to let the police here forcibly, you know, enter and arrest them. And then my, the minister of state security says to, you know, kill them all uh, so that they can ask their God themselves. Um, you know, to, you know, uh, whatever. So they want to blow everybody up or give them asylum or arrest them. Okay. So if they're arrested, they can stay in equilibrium, but as prisoners and then be deported. What does he say? The, the, the director of Uniquilibriumian border. Uh, kind of a lot of rats, dumb tradition was scrapped, stormed the church. 
apprehend them. I've also wrestled or sheltered them. Should get away with this. Well, he doesn't say anything about deporting them. This is about arresting. So, so far, I'm going to look at that and see they'll be arrested and be prisoner. But we're going to have to deport them at some point in time. Uh, the clergy member says God will judge us. The government to forcibly enter into a violation of religious freedom. They should be given asylum. It's evil. And then the minister for state security says <clears throat> to destroy them. Wow. I mean, that's... I have a pretty crazy minister of state security, don't I? I mean, my minister of state security is insane. If my minister of state security is telling me that I should uh, blow them up, that's pretty hardcore. Well, I'm going to make a decision here in just a second. Um, eventually, I'm going to have some people... Helping me out with this. Uh, but, um, okay. Arrest them. Give them asylum. Or kill them. Hmm. Arrest them. Free them. Kill them. Well, I don't know. This is a slippery slope here. If I arrest them, if I have them arrested, if I follow the, uh, what is he called, the director, who's that guy, the director of Uniquilibrium in Border Enforcement, the dube, if I listen to him, they're going to be arrested, I don't know what's going to happen after that, but it will keep religion from being a crazy part of the country. The nation of Uniquilibrium. That might be a plus. But then there's, there's going to be more religious freedom if I listen to the clergy member and give them asylum. And then that also causes a border control. So there's two problems there. We're going to be opening up to like all kinds of religious crazy stuff because there's going to be all the people who want to set up all their cults and everything like that. And then also it's going to diminish support for border security. Okay, so that one already, I think I might be striking that down. And then fire and brimstone preaches Ashley Harrod, your minister for state security. Church goes need to be taught a lesson. The clergy claim they are following the will of God by protecting his family, but how can they truly know unless they are able to ask? We can do them a favor and sure as hell send them to whatever higher power they believe to get a definitive answer. Okay. No. So I am not killing them. And I am not letting them stay. So it looks like my only option is to either arrest them or dismiss the issue altogether. But I do want to see how this is going to have an effect on my the nation's laws. Um, and so I don't know what to do. Hey, Blatty, I see that you're in the room here. I wonder if you could help me with this. I wonder if you even know what this, uh, what this is here. Yeah. But, um, okay, well, let's see. I don't know. What decision should I make? What decision should I make? Well, I'm going to have to do something soon because we're going to want to. Oh, here we go. 
Hey, buddy. Hey, what's How you doing, on? man? Doing okay. Just coming back. Going in and out of room when I can. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. That's cool. Um, I'm I'm doing some uh, some nation states for my dominion of new, unique equilibrium, and I have some issues at hand here. And I was just making a decision. So basically, there's a, a church has been an- acting as a sanctuary for illegal immigrants and uh-huh. in danger of being deported. And so... And so in accordance with the longstanding tradition, members of law enforcement avoid entering places of worship and arresting people while services are ongoing. The, now, the church is now on the 20th day of a marathon service in an attempt to keep family from facing immediate deportation. So now I've got so this would be cool if you can help me resolve this. And this is a role playing thing here. And, and I have three different people giving me uh solutions for this problem so now this church is harboring these people and and under a, a little loophole in the law so do you understand what the loophole is i uh, know exactly uh, go ahead so the loophole is this so that there's so there's some illegal immigrants in in the nation of unequilibrium and they're in danger of being deported but because of a long-standing tradition in the nation of unequilibrium Members of, of law enforcement avoid entering places of worship and arresting people while services are ongoing. Okay? So if a service is happening in the church, the police cannot legally enter and arrest people. Or it's actually, it's a long-standing tradition. It's not even a law, really. So it's a long-standing tradition. People can't go into church while services. So the church is now on its 20th day of a marathon service. In, in an attempt to keep a family from facing immediate deportation. So that's the issue right there. And then there's a debate. Mm-hmm. So do you understand now what's the, what uh, yeah, the problem? Yeah. Is? I, as long as I yeah. understand the background. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So now number one. So this is from, so he says, this is nothing more than a blatant attempt to keep the laws of unequilibrium from being enforced. Sermonizes the director of, Unequilibrium Border Enforcement, the D-U-B-E. <laughs> it's Doobie. Uh, the director of Unequilibrium Border Enf- Enforcement, standing over a terrain model of the church surround- in- and the surrounding area. He says, we cannot allow rats like uh, these rats to take advantage of our system. This dumb tradition should be scrapped. Just give me the word and my people will storm the church and apprehend these illegals in a matter of minutes. Will also arrest all those who sheltered the family. No one should get away with aiding and abetting criminals, no matter how godly they think they are. So that's number one in the debate. So he's <laughs> number two. God will judge you harshly if you let these officers storm a sacred place. Since he cares for the homeless, the tempest tossed pontificates a clergy member from the church at the crux of the matter, for the government to forcibly enter our church, interrupt our service, and arrest church members is a violation of our religious freedom. Instead of doing something so evil, this poor family should be granted asylum for all the hardships Unequilibrium has put them through. Make it easier for people like them to become residents of Unequilibrium. And then there's a third one. This fire and brimstone preaches Ashley Herod, your minister for state security. These churchgoers need to be taught a lesson. 
The clergy claim they are following the will of their God by protecting this family, but how can they truly know unless they are able to ask? We can do them a favor and sure as hell send them to whatever higher power they believe in to get a definitive answer. Just imagine this. In a tragic accident, the church burns down, trapping everyone inside an unfortunate, fiery grave. We can pin it on one of those extremist groups. All right. So those are the three issues in the debate here for equilibrium. One says arrest them because they're trying to use a little traditional loophole. Number two says let them stay because they're a clergy and they think that we should give them asylum and let them stay in equilibrium. And number three says kill them and blame it on an extremist group. So I'll go with the third I'll... one. I'll go with the third one. <laughs> I'll go with the third one. I'm going to be like Joe Rogan. Go to the homeless and shoot the fuck out of all of them. How's that? Oh, I'm going to do the okay. most unchristian, ungodlike, unholy thing. Just go over there and get rid of the problem. Shoot them all. Let God sort them off. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's but, but, no, no, but let me tell you why. Let me tell you yeah. the why. Go, please, please. Even, please. Though, even though I contradict my Christianity and I sorry, I'm sorry for all the bad language, I am somewhat of a eugenicist. Wow. I'm, beca- I'm becoming over time. I've noticed all the evils in the world and all the pain. And sometimes I've come to my own conclusion. I know I deviate from tr- traditional Christianity. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I do believe that, that sometimes in some parts of the world, maybe our own and right now, we do need to end a lot of this evil and purge it. Does it mean I go out there and take all those uh, those, those uh, illegal aliens? Like, no, that's not the point. What I'm saying is there's worse problems than them. They're trying to make a life for themselves. They have a right to do that. They're not they're not a pariah like the, like the homeless. All drugged up. You know you're going to spend thousands of dollars just to clean them up and try to rehabilitate mm-hmm. them. They're going to go back mm-hmm. in the street, relapse, coming back. So, some, maybe out of a hundred, a, a, a thousand, maybe only a hundred will actually... Uh, redo their lives, rehab, and actually That's follow the rules. That's very true. With okay, the current, maybe, with maybe. The current state of so, with the current state of rehabilitation. Yeah. Okay. Ex- exactly. <clears throat> so, what would be more logical? Try to save them all, or maybe just do a couple of calls before you do the actual purge, like the movie. You remember the movie, okay. The Purge, right? That's, okay. Yeah, yeah. So check this and, out. So check this out. But before okay. you continue, I, I've already eliminated the fact that I'm not going to let them in with. From, I'm not going to listen to the religious clergy person and let them in because this po- this makes two problems. It makes it, it weakens border control support support for border control, and I'm also not for making because if I do that, I, I suspect that it might also open the door for like religious cults and things like that. So this might weaken my nation's you know position on that. But go ahead. I, I apologize for interrupting, but I'd like to hear the rest of what you're saying. So <clears throat> in my in my lineup, I would hear. The, the immigrants are not, are not a problem. They just want to do a life for themselves. They're willing to work. They're yeah. not a druggies unless they are druggies. And unless they end up in the street too, their fate will be the, no different than the homeless. Okay. So I would say, and I would give maybe a couple of years, I would make a, shot, yeah. a, a cast call, a shout out call, and give warnings and tell people, repent, come clean. Yeah. Well, we'll help you. And then they don't know, but it goes by steps. And it gets incremented, and there's violence involved because you want to force hey, them. Bloody. So there's a, a total violation of civil rights. Welcome, real quick. Uh, hold on, hold yeah. that thought, Blatty. Um, MDA, uh, thanks for coming into the room. I just always want to show appreciation for coming through. If you don't know what's going on, I, I, I'm running this nation called Unequilibrium. There's a link here. You can check it out. And I'm, I'm going through an issue, and very quickly, 
Um, what's happening now is there's a church that's harboring some illegal immigrants, and there's a little loophole. They're, they're using a, the church is using a tradition uh, uh, that says that law enforcement can't enter a church while there's a religious service going on. So this church is holding a 20-day marathon service so the police can't get in. Now, my director of, of, of border enforcement uh, wants to arrest them all and say we can't, it sets an exa- a bad example um, for people breaking the law just because of religion. Uh, one of the clergy members for the church says give them asylum because they've already been through enough you know, uh, in, in the nation of equilibrium. And my um, minister of state security um, it says to actually go in and kill them, <laughs> kill them all. So that's where we're at. And Blatty, uh, so, Blatty so I'm the in. minister of security. Yeah. At least you didn't say the minister of truth. <laughs> right. So Blatty, Blatty takes the position of the minister of state security and says he should kill them all. I've already decided I'm not going to let them in because, you know, it'll weaken border security uh, and um, support, at least support for border security, which will eventually weaken border security. And then, it also, I'm already, I mean, my nation is not already known for a lot of religious freedom, but I don't, I don't suppress it. I just also don't, um, you know, encourage a whole lot of it. You know, people can do what they want, but I don't want them popping up churches everywhere. So that's it. And, and, and the first guy, arrest them. I don't know. I'm kind of in between arresting them, but I don't want to kill them. But now you're showing support for killing them. So maybe we can have a, a tiebreaker. Uh, let me MDA, let me give you a reason why. Let me give you a real okay. life reason why. And maybe MDA who's listening, if he could type in or he can call in and, and give us a, an opinion. So either one will help, MDA. Okay. okay go ahead, Vladimir. So, so let me go for at least three minutes. Hold on. In 1968, in Mexico, there was known as the massacre of Tlatelolco, where students who were communists stormed the little, uh, it's like a a little area of uh, parks and stuff between um, yeah. enclosed between apartments. They took down the Mexican flag and they raised up the, the flag of the Soviet Union. That was like the biggest insult you could do to Mexico. Yeah. Diaz Ordaz, the president then, who's long gone now, enclosed the whole area uh, like a circle with nothing but military personnel, told all the people that live there, leave, We're, we got all these students here in the park, in the center. Mm-hmm. There was over 2,000 students. He shot them dead. He wow. closed it up and, and changed the story and told them that they rebelled. They did all sorts of evil and they had to shoot them. And he disappeared the bodies. Ever since then, no communism has ever risen again. Was it cruel? Was it to the point? Was it Machiavellian? Was it was draconian? Fuck yeah. Uh, you want to call it Spanish Inquisition? Whatever the hell you want to call it. It was straight out dirty and straight down to the point. I'd send out a message to any feminist, any LGBTQ group, any potential socialist, communist, any type of rebel of any type, any Satanist. This is Mexico. We're not going to stand for your valid shit. Now, that, that, no, no chance to protest, no chance to debate, no chance to go back and forth and petition the government and use the constant. No, that settled the score from the government's point once and for all. And so, so how long did it take for them to come to this conclusion again? Well, that happened in 1968, and that pretty much, right. uh, well, once it was a bloody affair, that, that really got the point going, and people knew we, we could never be a communist country or socialist or anything yeah. like that. There okay. is socialist group, there is socialism taught, 
but they know yeah. that if they push it too hard and they try to overturn the government, they look yeah. at 19, the massacre of 1968 in Tlatelolco, Mexico. Um, okay. It's sad that it had to happen. Well, what am I trying to say right. through that? I'm going to compare it right. to to the the 1960s Kent University. Yes. It almost okay. became the same, but not exactly the same. Very violent, and it stopped all left wing potential progressive uh, social activist activism. It stopped it. Okay. Now, what about I, what about what about if I arrest them? If I have them arrested, what do you think about well, that? Well, yeah, like, like I said, if 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 you if you do like harshly where you don't kill them but you arrest them to stop them and and, and send a message yeah they'll get it when you okay. tell them well you cross my border and you're not going to come in even though you come into the church we storm and we're still going to nab you and process you but you're going to be in in our jails for 10 years so your yeah. your dream of of ever working in the united states is never going to happen you're going to spend 10 years or 15 and then we're going to deport you back to your the country that but you know what now that i'm thinking about it the 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 bombing the church but see the thing is is here's the thing everybody's going to know if i if i bomb that church right or if i burn it down with and everybody's trapped inside right if i order like my troops to make it look like a um to make it look like a, an extremist group did it right uh-huh. ultimately i really know that everyone's going to know that like i ordered it you know but you're going to know mordecai you ordered that we know it and you try to make it look like this is a like it's kind of like a you know the idea of like what people call like false flag right yeah they're um we're blaming it on an extremist group so that maybe huh i don't know that might make things exciting i actually want to kind of test i want to build my military infrastructure so that might be a good thing yeah i think i might you know what you bloody you think because you know mda is listening but he didn't he or she did decided or they decided not to chime in um, about it, let me see. What's it? What's MDA? Mr. Devil's Advocate, aka MDA, here trying uh-huh. to make a change for the good. But he's our guy, to then. To make it happen. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm trying to see if he, if he, um, you know. Let me let me end with this so he could go on. Yeah. Let, let yeah. me say it this way: You do that act, you storm, yeah. you bomb, and yep. then you have another event happen that overtakes and overshadows that one. Huh. Okay. Uh, so let, let's see. say you, let's say you did that, and then suddenly yeah. 9/11 happened. Who's going right. to get more press coverage? 9/11 or the little thing that happened at the church? 9/11, right? Interesting. You're right. Okay. I mean, of course. So one event overtakes another. It's like World War One overtook the 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 Armenian Holocaust in Turkey. Okay. Why didn't people know about it? Because they went into World War One. It was almost impossible. One event overtook. The event, the the what was what was taking place in Turkey against the Armenians by by the Ottoman Turks, and they yeah. and, and and so so it basically got swept under the rug for a while, and then World War One, other events, and World War Two. Eventually, nobody knew about it, and pretty much nobody cared, other than the people it happened to, obviously, and mm. so one big event overtakes the little one. Over overshadowing it, and by the time you try to bring it up again, people are so consumed and overwhelmed by the bigger event, the bigger national tragedy, that the the smaller event becomes basically irrelevant. Yes, you're you're absolutely correct. So you know what? You've helped me make my decision here. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, the Minister of State Security's uh, a decision, and 
teach him a lesson. I could uh, be quite and evil, maybe, huh? <laughs> and maybe, and maybe, and maybe we'll find out something. Maybe, maybe they will be able to ask their creator. Uh, you know, uh, we'll see. All right, so I'm gonna make that decision. Thanks, Blatty, and thanks for stopping by. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and make that decision. So I'm gonna accept that and see what happens, and then I'm gonna read back about that, and then I may stop this, end this room, but start up another one immediately, or maybe another time. So I can go through another issue and see how that affects my nation and I'll report back. So right now, let me go here and accept the, so I hit click accept. Okay. Confirmation required. All right. Confirm. Uh, Let's see what it gives us here. Let's see what my result is. Drum roll, please. Legislation passed. The talking point. (laughs) Ah, they the puns and the headlines. Illegal immigration remains a hot topic. (laughs) A hot topic. Everybody gets burned to death in a church, and the thing, the top of the headlines. This would be like this would be like if the Associated Press came out and put out something and said that illegal immigration remains a hot topic. All right, let's see what's in the in the uh, Uniquilibrium. Uh, the, oh, no, this is the Mordecai Times. Uh, latest economic data so, show surge in manufacturing. Families groups support drug crackdown. Mordecai honored with new statue. And paper factory built too close to match factory coroner rules. <laughs> All right, so... And now there's some statistics that come up here. Hey, Blatty, what's up? No, I was saying uh, that happened, and you didn't get awarded anything or anything like that. Tactical nuclear bomb, Ukraine-Russia war, and now NATO involved, Third Third World War. What happened to the poor immigrants in the church? Well, what's more important is the World War III that we're, we're getting involved in. So they, they got overshadowed, overlooked, and everybody forgot about them. And, and the church blowing up, or, and Bloody, guess what? You seem, pretty, you seem pretty knowledgeable about about these kind of things. Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. No, no, because if, if you if you look at the current state of affairs here in the United States and around the world, of course, you, you, right now we're we're supposed to have already come out of the pandemic, and we're, and what's going on with this pandemic is still now we're going to a bigger variant, and then simultaneously we have a monkeypox. Wow. We have the upcoming elections, which most like, most likely, if the monkeypox takes off and is more more successful than the current uh, uh, coronavirus variant that is coming that came from India, according to the more resistant and all that, what's going to happen? Nobody's going to go vote, or people are going to be afraid hmm. and masks and more lockdowns and more masking and more vaccination. So it's a great state of affairs, uh, fear tactic, horror, yeah. fear mongering, and what happened to well, keep now- people locked up at home? Now, look at this. Check this out. So here's some. Tell me if you think these things correlate. So, okay. so the illegal immigrants are there. It's a big debate. Uh, And then finally, uh, some extremist group, so to speak. uh, So it goes, burns down this church. Now, illegal immigration is a hot topic. Uh, For some reason, corruption goes up by 15 percent. Kickbacks per hour, three point eight six to four point four four. So fifty. So something like that happens. Why would corruption go up? Is that because of 
who was hired to make it uh, to kind of make it look like a, an extremist group. So there's like back channels going. Is that what, well? What you have be, to understand that, that the whole. If you're familiar with the Hegelian dialectic of you cause a problem, people react, and you bring a solution. Uh-huh. So you you orchestrate the very right, problem that's the, that people. Yeah. If I'm correct, that, that's um, that's that's uh, agitate. Um, so, like, what is it? Agitate some, something? Agitate, react solve. and then resolve. Exactly. So yeah. if you have the, the popular Hegelian dialectic, the, then at the end of the day, when what that takes place is that whatever event is happening, you in the background are doing what you need to do because you're not drawing attention. You're doing your, your Machiavellian little tactics of doing all the schemes and evil. And while people are distracted with this greater evil that happened to the nation, uh, that's why I use the the big uh, the incident of 9/11. What happened during that time? I, I compare it to the situation when a bigger and greater event takes over. Uh, people are so distracted with that impact, as it as national security, as people's lives were on the line, people died, okay. death, and 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 everything. And what's going to happen to Let's those poor at- New Yorkers? So what ends up happening the, is that go, yeah, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, finish that thought. Sorry, no, you so, finish that thought. So, well, that so thought. what ends up happening is that that's taking place. People that are taking advantage of that lockdown are saying no planes could take off. Uh, all borders are closed. So that that takes care of the of the illegal immigration because there's a strict lockdown on on, on the on all borders of the United States, yeah. including uh, incoming flights and all that and boats. Sure. So that takes care of that part. So meanwhile, while people are so distracted and fearful, want to know what's going to happen, they're confused, they're bedazzled, they're bewildered. What's going to happen? Well, in the, in the background, yeah. yes, the, the government's taking place that, you know, put out security forces, planes in the air, revamp our military, look for the enemy. We didn't know who the hell the enemy was to begin with, Re, yeah. you know, and all those things, you know, uh, local police, uh, firefighters, FEMA and all that. But at the same time, it's churning up money in the background. The um, uh, Fort Knox is getting fatter. All this money is being printed at the, at the, at the, at the, at the mint, U.S. Mint. And, yeah. and and next thing you know, we we get to your help, we get to the resources that you need because this great evil event that happened called nine <laughs> eleven. And at the same yeah. time, I'm, I'm taking money that you didn't know was trucks to another country with gold to another country. Well, well, I said there was lockdowns. Yeah, lockdown for you, not for me. The government is yeah, doing man. what it's been wanting to do. Uh, international banks get get fat get fat with American money on on. on people for a deep state with, with their big fat account. Nobody knows because we just had catastrophe, calamity, and we, our attention is at 9-11. Yeah. So we're, right. we're too busy. Well, you know, go ahead. Let's look at uh, social conservation also went up by 4.1%. So uh, that's interesting. Manufacturing increased by 3.2%. Of course, I figured this. I thought it would go more. Weaponization uh, went up 2.2%. Uh, authoritarianism, 2%. Patriotism, 1.2%. <laughs> we have a rating called charmlessness. Went up 0.83%. Crime crime went up 0.77%. Taxation increased by 0.70%. 0.7%. And uh, in the industry of trout farming went up. Obesity increased and lifespan increased. Here's the things that decreased. <laughs> nudity, average income, economic output. I didn't know nudity was a thing that happened. 
that was like being being uh, measured. Recreational drug use, employment, tourism, average disposable income, intelligence, civil rights, inclusiveness, safety, compassion, food quality went down, ideological radicality, niceness, and the thing that went up the most or decreased the most was pacifism. So anyway, uh, if you have any comment on any of those things there, that would be interesting. But now I'm going to... Uh, that that's uh wow that's, so that's that was a big, a big one. change in yeah. my um equilibrium in equilibrium in economy let's see now i'm going to go to the main page here and see now how that that uh wraps up and i'm going to end this and like i said before i'm going to go um maybe do one more uh issue before i log out for the e uh for whatever the time it is it's two o'clock here hey where are you right now i'm in los angeles Okay, cool. So you're just a little behind. So you're about like what? It's uh, wait, it's two here. So you're eleven. It's, it's eleven o'clock over here. Yes, correct. Yeah. Man, I I, I want to get back out to Los Angeles, aka Mexico. Um, <laughs> what what, yeah, what part of the U.S. are you in again? Um, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh man, is it your? It's one o'clock over there, correct? Uh, two o'clock. <clears throat> two. O'clock. Oh shit. Yeah. Right. Three hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. that's where I rule my nation of unique equilibrium from. Let's see. Um, yeah. Did anything change? Huh? Um, yeah, a few things changed. Well, thanks for uh, helping me out with that. I mean, that really actually, you know, sometimes thinking those decisions. Um, I gave you. I'm I gonna, gave you a lot of history right there. A it did. A lot of history. And it was and it was a good tipping point. It made a lot of sense. And I, you know, I already knew one of them I was throwing out. And then when it came into considering whether to arrest or to just take care of the problem that way, man, you know, doing this really makes you really consider. I mean, you already do, but it, it could help someone consider more why nations actually do some of the things they do that at, on the surface may seem truly heinous. But do we really know what the motivations are? What the end goal? Yes, yes. The problem is that history, history, the the winners of history are the ones that write it. Remember that thing? Yes. Sure. And that was the story of the Nazis. We'll truly never know. They, they they wrote their history, but we'll truly never know exactly what Adolf really meant. I saw a documentary yeah. that's been taken down from YouTube, uh, uh, made by David Duke. Remember the racist uh, KKK, uh, who was uh, yeah. uh, for the state of Louisiana back in. Uh, the early 90s, he ran for Republican uh, seat. He no, ran for the first time, and then he lost the second time because the Republicans yeah. didn't want him. He had such a bad rap. But the guy's an intellectual. He's very well educated. The problem is that he has a background of a hater. He wrote a, He made a documentary of the history of, and is very biased, of course, uh, from favoring the Germans. And the way they saw it was much different. He, Adolf Hitler was their messiah, was their, was their hero, was their superman. Obviously, he used the philosophies of Friedrich Nietzsche, the Ubermann, Ubermann, meaning Ubermann, the, the yeah. Superman. Superman. So, yeah. what 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 does it mean? Yes, it's good to look at their perspective. We were seen as the enemy, the invading nations, the allies are really the enemies. We're, we're seen by their eyes, just as we saw them, a great evil. Just like we called them the axis of evil, they called us like the axis of evil, not the allied nations. They hated it's Russia, the and they didn't want nothing to do with the U.S. And and and, and the, you know, they, they didn't win the war. So winners write 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 the books. So it's it's good yep. to look into this. Believe me, there's more to it than what America's uh, doc, great documentary writers and and filmmakers and historians have to say. There's more to it. 
uh, if you look at it from their perspective, we 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 would see where they stood. Wow. They were a great nation. They were in, right in the middle of everything that happened. It had nothing to do with the Nazis. They were like at the prime, at the they were at the their A game with the highest in science, in medicine, in everything. The problem wow. is the wrong people took advantage of that and used it to do great evil. All right, you know yeah. what? This is amazing. There's a lot of information here. So, um, wow. You know, this is really, really, really fascinating. Um, the next topic, and I'm going to end this after I, you know, tease the next topic. It's going to be, uh, it's called Forage and Forget. Um, the issue is the Uniquilibrium in Botanical Society has reported a sharp decline in wild herb populations due to overcollection resulting in a blossoming debate over foraging rules. That's going to be the next debate. I'm going to end this very specific room right now. And like I said, I'm going to take a few moments to look, look it through, edit it a little bit, uh, just to see what it sounds like. And then I'm going to go straight to the next one. Blatty, you're more than welcome to come through and, and give your insights. If not, I, I totally understand um, mm -hmm. as you're passing through. But this is cool. You'll get to see these debates. I'll put the link again to my Nation States page. In the right. next one, it's also here. And, uh, brother, uh, thanks again, man. I'll, I'll uh, right. talk to you soon. Same here, man. Take care. Take care. Have a great night. Bye-bye. And thanks again, uh, MDA. Take care. Good night.